What's up, my friends? You are listening to Connect You Waterloo, podcast dedicated to conversations with the most passionate people in the U Waterloo community. I'm Molly Liu, your campus connector. Through sharing, we can make our ideas go further. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Campus Connect, and today we have our guest. Aina, who's the founder of Stitches for Humanity,、um, you're based in Mississauga, right? And、yeah. then, could you do like introduction on、sure. like what maybe where you are in and what major you're taking、sure. in University of Waterloo? Okay, my name's Aina, and I'm gonna be starting two A in September.、Um, I'm a double major, psychology and social development studies, along with co-op. Nice. Oh, oh my god. That's some big brain majors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess Molly and I will also do a brief introduction of ourselves.、Yeah. Um, so I am going into two A as well in September, majoring in computer science, minoring in computational fine arts. Whoa!、And、you're the one with the big brain. No, 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 no. Is、oh, computer science has been driving me crazy. <laughs> But aside from that. Everything is going fine. Okay.、Um, yeah. What about you, Molly? Hmm. So,、uh, audience, if you don't know, I'm currently in environmental biology, and I'm debating whether or not I should do、uh, bioinformatics option. Um. Yeah. And then currently, I added another study terms in my program because I switched. From math DPA before, so yeah, catching on some courses, and starting another study semester in fall. So yeah, that's about me. And let's get started into talking about your business, Aina. So、okay. I know you embroidery on the on people's clothes, right? And then you、yeah. sell them. Yeah. And what's special, like about your business, that you say fifty percent of the profit goes to like goes to charity. And then、yeah. goes to the right. Yeah. So yeah, before we get to that part, like I just want to know, like how long have you been like doing embroidery, and then who taught you like the skills? Okay, so honestly, I just started embroidery like the beginning of quarantine because I was just pretty bored, and I was texting my best friend, and I was like, "Hey, like I really want to get into embroidery. Like it seems like such a cool thing to know." And she ordered it from Amazon and sent it to my house, like as a gift, like、wow. an embroidery set. Yeah. So ever since then, I was like, okay. So the first sweater I'm gonna make is obviously for her, which is like on my page, the avocado one. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just like then from there, I just realized that I really love doing it, and it was kind of calming in a way because you're just you can just chill, watch TV, embroider. Um, and yeah, that's basically how I started. And as for who taught me, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube taught me. But、right. yeah, that's about it.、Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, for sure. Like YouTube basically teaches me computer science. Honestly, like <laughs>、yeah. YouTube is so useful these days. I know. So no wonder. I believe there are a lot of courses on YouTube that actually are pretty good at you know teaching people about embroidery. Mm-hmm, so, let's.、Mm-hmm. You said you started it since quarantine. So,、mm-hmm. what do you enjoy the most? Like, what do you,、um, what part of your life that embroidery plays during quarantine? 
Ooh, okay. Well, um, this is my only summer off before, like for the next four years, I'll have co-op and study terms. So I was like, I really want to stay busy, but obviously we couldn't go out. And I don't want to risk going out either because I do have um, family members with like, a lo- like they have health issues. So um, I basically decided to do embroidery. And with that, it just helps me stay busy. It helps me do other things while embroidering because I can, it's something that is kind of like a mindless task in a way you can manage many things while doing embroidery. And it's also just very calming. Mm, Okay. So uh, when exactly did you have the idea of starting this business to maybe like, you know, use your embroidery skills to, yeah. Yeah. So um, basically I was just talking to one of my friends and she said, you like your the clothes you've made so far are so good like why don't you decide to sell them um and this is a like at the point when a lot of things started happening in the world and i felt kind of helpless because i couldn't really go out and do mm-hmm. much so i was like okay like i can start selling embroidery but then i realized like i already have enough money i'm privileged enough to be able to buy my materials and to do all of those things so why not sell some clothes but have 50 percent of the profit i make go to any donation charity or initiative that needs it so it basically just started from me kind of feeling a little bit helpless and me wondering what i could do with what i have which in that case was me knowing how to do embroidery Hmm, oh i see so you said um 50 of the profit you earn will go Mm -hmm. towards charity Mm -hmm. and this is basically um, what you said about you feel you're privileged enough mm-hmm. and you want to contribute to the society. What exactly, like what kind of charity exactly are you um, helping? Okay, with? yeah, for sure. So for the month of July, since I did start my account in mid-June um, and June is Pride Month, I decided to uh, give the money that I'll make for the next month into LGBTQ plus Freedom Fund. So mm-hmm. it's basically... Um, like LGBT youth are highly incarcerated, for example, uh, seeking asylum in the United States of America, but then they get arrested for being like illegal immigrants or for, for honestly, for no reason, because people have prejudice against them. So basically the LGBTQ plus freedom fund um, collects bail money for them so they can get out of prison. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Okay. So you said it's the month of June or July? Yeah. So the month of June is Pride Month, but I started my business mid-June. So the profit I will be making from June to July will be going to the LGBTQ plus Freedom Fund. Mm. Oh, I see. So are you definitely because I feel like LGBTQ, although is um, like many people are talking about it, I feel like we still can do more really yeah to, support, to show support to help yeah and aside and then, that oh sorry go, go ahead sorry i just wanted to say quickly too that i chose the lgbtq plus freedom fund because um it's also black led so uh there's a black guy who runs this freedom fund so i i feel like it's very important right now to amplify the voices of the black community which is also another reason i chose this charity Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. for sure. Wow, there's some really good initiatives. Um, thank you. Wow, it's really impressive. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, so far, I know like your business is starting, but like how um, how many people have reached out to you say they're interested in buying the product? For uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so um, currently I have seven orders that have been finalized and I have those sweaters sitting in my room and I've been working on them. I've completed one and I've started another. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a few other people who had reached out to me and they've talked to me about ideas and they mm -hmm. said that they will message me within the next week to order something. So that's pretty cool. Ah, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Exciting though, you know, starting out and then already people are reaching out to you. But I assume that currently your customers right now are uh, university students and then people from your friend groups. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so do you have any like further goals on like how big, uh, how big of an effect would you want your business to be? Like maybe, you know, to be known by uh, most URL students or maybe known by like uh, the community around you, like not only limited to university students, but also like neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the goals you have uh, for your for your um for the further uh, plan? Sure. Um, honestly, my biggest goal right now isn't clientele. It's more about raising awareness on the charities that I'll be donating to. Um, and the reason for that is because I feel like there's a lot of people who aren't speaking up about the injustices in the world until just recently when everyone has started posting about it, when these problems have been around for like very long. Um, but if I were to say my goals for like selling my sweaters and things like that, um, honestly, my community would be nice or even Waterloo students would be great. As many sales as there are, the more money goes to charity. Um, but it but it is tough to have like multiple, multiple orders because I'm only one person embroidering it, but I enjoy it. So I wouldn't mind. Okay. I think that kind of leads to our next question is since right now you're the only person doing it, um, mm -hmm. what are some challenges you face? And are you planning on hiring more people? So are you planning on making it a long-term business? Okay. Yeah. So um as for now, some problems that I face is honestly like having to learn new stitches, depending on what people order. If it's something I've never made before, I have to kind of learn along the way because it is something I'm still fairly new at. Um, and as for hiring people, I've had a few of my friends reach out to me that said that they also got into like stitching and embroidery over quarantine. So they're willing to help me out as well. Um, but as for continuing this into making it kind of a long-term business, I might have the summer be like full of orders and do a lot more in the summer currently. But once school starts again in September, I'll still continue it, but it will kind of be more slowed down because I'll also have to focus on my studies. Mm -hmm. That is very true. <laughs> I was just, yeah, ask you like if you decide to make it a long-term business. Um, um, think about concept like Velocity. I don't know if you have heard of them, but they do um, show a lot of support to entrepreneurs in your water community. And okay. I'm sure that maybe they will have like some great advice for you about starting this business and how to maintain it. Um, yeah. Right. 
No, yeah, for sure. And I think that there's a lot of like Waterloo students who I know have a little bit of like side businesses um, as well. So I'm not surprised that there's a big like support base at Waterloo. Mm -hmm. Cool. So yeah, what are sure. some of your mm -hmm. what are some of your advice to people who let's say hmm, there could be two sides to this question, okay? So people mm -hmm. who wish to show support to a lot of the injustice issues as you have mentioned, but they yeah. feel like helpless because you know, partly maybe because they're student, they don't have a lot of money to donate. Yeah. But also, you know, like how much can we do to make an impact? So what is what is your opinion on this? I know you have started your own business to address this issue, and I think it's really good. Like, what I want to hear your perspective on this uh, on this topic. Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, for people who feel helpless, like I can understand that feeling, especially that there's been a few protests happening in the area, specifically regarding Black Lives Matter. Um, but I haven't been able to go out because of COVID and just the risk of that. But honestly, I would say my advice would be to raise awareness in your community. And honestly, it starts with your family. Um, I'm from a South Asian family where honestly, there is a lot of prejudice and racism. And I've spent years talking to my parents for, have them, for having them to change their mind. You know what I mean? Um, so I would just say, start in your community. Like for example, I put up Black Lives Matter signs all over my neighborhood and honestly they've been ripped down multiple times and i've gone out like two or three times to re like to put them up again so it honestly mm -hmm. just starts at home just talk to the people around you if you realize that they're not agreeing with what's going on in the world to kind of educate them because that's all you can do and honestly check up on your friends who are part of minority groups see how they're feeling um that's that's what i would say that's the advice i would give right yeah because mm -hmm. right now since we're we're only individuals we can't do much except to try our best mm -hmm. to basically talk to our friends families to also learn as yeah. much as we can about the issues around the world and mm -hmm. also try our best to talk to them about it see what their insights are and in, maybe in the in the future we will become more than just individuals we'll become like a group mm -hmm yeah people exactly. working towards the same goal exactly yeah. um thank you so much Aina I think that yeah. will wrap up our conversation today okay Do keep up with your work we are it's really impressive thank you uh, thank you thanks also before you end off um because we are still very we wish to um show support to your business as well. So just before I end of this episode, would you, like, what are some of the resources you wish to get, maybe from university community or from anyone? Like, what are some of the um, resources you wish to, or advice you wish to have? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, to help grow your business, yeah. Okay, I would honestly say that as for now, just maybe more awareness like more people talking about my account so that more people can order that that way money can go to these charities and honestly also just having people recognize that they don't need to buy a sweater from me to be helping um, these communities instead if they have even a little bit of money even just using their own voice they can create a difference so um, as for resources I would ask for just honestly um, 
kind of like shouting out my account or just talking about it. Um, that way I can get some more orders and in result, donate some more. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, keep that in mind. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. And it's great talking to you. Thank you.